This is Ski Later. I'm Liz, and you're listening to episode four. On today's episode, I wanted to kind of go over different types of skis and specifically what they're used for. So the first thing that I wanted to kind of cover, because I think it's important when I'm talking about different types of skis, is explain um, the term rocker and camber. Because if you are prominent in the ski world, you've definitely heard either one of those terms or both of those terms at least once. Okay, so when I'm talking about what a rocker or camber is, I'm talking about the profile of the curvature of the ski. So if you look at the ski, you it either is flat in relation to the ground, it's curving up or it's curving down. So now let's break down what each and one of those is called. Okay, so a camber is a natural arc of the ski without putting any pressure on it. And it's important to consider when you make a decision on what ski or snowboard because there are cambers and rockers in snowboards as well. So it's important when you make a decision on what ski or snowboard is better for you to know what is right for you. So if you put if you put a ski flat on the snow, the greater the space between the middle of the ski and the snow, the higher the camber. And when you ski on hard snow and you want to put pressure on your ski, um, the camber gives the ski more grip. So there are three types of cambers. A classic camber, a flat or no camber, or a reverse camber. So a classic camber is the most common. Its medium is about three millimeters to five millimeters and it's used on on most skis and its kind of greatest strength is packed firm snow like a free ride ski because it provides a good grip on hard snow. Next a flat camber or no camber which is a flat ski without any arc. It gives pretty much like an average ski ability and it doesn't really have much grip or maneuverability. That's why you won't really find that many skis that are built with no cambers whatsoever. So then there's a rocker. It was only developed about like 10 years ago, so it's it's kind of new technology. And I would say it was kind of, it kind of revolutionized skiing. So with rocker, the rise of the ski starts earlier and it's more progressive than a traditional ski tip. An advantage of having a rocker in your ski is it increases like float. So that's why in most powder skis, you'll see they're either fully rockered or at least there's a rocker in the tip. So it enables to turn more easily and make it more maneuverable because that becomes difficult when you're, you know, surrounded in powder or stuck in powder, you know what I mean? Or skiing through tons and tons of powder. So yeah, that's kind of the breakdown of that. And now I kind of want to jump into different types of skis and you'll see why I did a little bit of a preface. I prefaced my episode by talking about a rocker and a camber and you'll see why because I'm going to be incorporating that into each type of ski so yeah it kind of it changes everything once you start to understand the logistics of skis and you'll understand why they feel how they feel or the difference between different skis and like i said how they feel differently depending on different models and different skis so that's pretty much like a very basic but detailed explanation of a rocker and a camber. So next I want to kind of jump in to talk about skis. And the first ski I'm going to start off with is an all-mountain ski. So all-mountain skis are the most popular, most basic ski, and it's an all-terrain ski, and it's 
pretty much a directional design to work in wide range of snow conditions. It does, though, work best on groomed snow. So for the dimensions of the ski, it does vary depending on the model. So usually from 85 to 105 millimeters. And you'll see in the design of the ski, looking at it, the tips are usually wider and the tails are usually smaller. And the ski is is actually a combination of a rocker tip and a cambered midsection. So pretty much as it's described, the rocker is gonna be towards the back of the ski and the camber is gonna be in the middle. Because it's an all-mountain ski, the rocker tip is gonna help for easier turning and a good flotation for skis, kind of in powder, and the uh, camber in the midsection is gonna provide kind of a edge control, if that makes sense. So you'll see kind of the design of an all-mountain ski is nowadays, it's very, very popular for it to have both a rocker and camber profile but before in the olden days it used to just be a fully cambered ski so that's pretty much the breakdown of an all-mountain ski it does have a turn radius between 15 and 22 millimeters dense but that's just the average kind of turn radius that you want to have for a ski usually for a beginner to an intermediate you want a smaller turn radius as you get more advanced so the next ski that i have i just wanted to skim over this is a cross-country ski I just wanted to talk a little bit about it just to explain, you know, if anyone's listening to this and does want me to incorporate cross-country skiing in my podcast, this is for you. Okay, so this ski, you'll notice just looking at it, it is long, it is narrow, and it's light. It's specifically designed to travel on flat terrain, which is the biggest difference that you'll see comparing it to an all-mountain ski. Cross-country skis have two broad categories, a classic ski and a skate ski. And it's pretty much self-explanatory, a classic ski, you are moving with the motion of extending one foot forward in front of the other, and a skate ski is you're excelling within a skating motion. So that's about it for cross-country skis. I didn't want to spend too much time on it because I am pretty much focused on like alpine skiing and downhill skiing. So yeah. But also to throw in there, if you were looking for a specific brand, Fisher was voted best cross-country skis in 2022. So yeah. Okay, next moving on to powdered skis. So powder skis are kind of they're very different from like an all-mountain ski. So you'll notice, like I said, looking at it, you'll notice the ski's wide, the binding's big, and this is because it's created to float and be stable in deep powdered snow. A powder ski is fully rockered or at least has a rockered tip because like I explained, a rocker helps you stay afloat. And they have like a curvature to stay above any snow. It, again, it's very self-explanatory. Um, just looking at the ski, you'll be able to understand like what it's used for. So that's that. Next, I have a race ski. So race skis are designed a little bit more complex, <laughs> essentially. They are not lightweight skis because this, the weight of the ski does help dig into the snow when carving. The ski itself is fully cambered and they don't float on powder whatsoever. And you'll notice looking at the ski that the it's an, it has a narrow waist because it's designed to hold an edge. It has a stiffer flex pattern to be able to hold turns at a significantly faster speed. And the turn radius in relation to a all-mountain ski is 12 to 13 millimeters. Um, and 
The last thing I have is a park ski or twin tips. So these skis are made to ski backwards and forwards. That's why they're called twin tips because the tip is identical to the tail. The bindings are set in directly in the middle of the ski because like think of it as sort of a helicopter, right? You know, because they are created to do well on boxes, rails, jumps, and spins as well. So that's the easiest breakdown of all of the skis. I could go into more detail, but I think at that point it just gets confusing. Essentially, you don't really need to know more. You know, this is all that it really is. So yeah, that's my little breakdown. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope to ski you later. 